You deserve kindness. I mean it. It's true. Yes, you deserve kindness from me and from you. Be kind to yourself when you see your reflection. There's only one you and no such thing as perfection. Beware the inner critic who lives in your mind and break free from its prison that holds you confined. It might tell you you're ugly or stupid or worse, but frankly its outlook is simply perverse. So be kind to yourself and to others around. Lift yourself up instead of putting yourself down. You're magnificent as you are, if you don't know it yet, and you do deserve kindness. Please don't ever forget. And he's got like a surprise look like, ah! Misa? For Misa? For Misa? Those are some bomb bad flowers! <laughs> Okie day! The. <laughs> uh, fanfic a new ending to Rogue One if you want. I will fanfic a new yeah. ending and I'll. Kylo shows up making out with Rey. <laughs> <laughs> I will save you, says Kylo, and then Rey goes, oh my goodness, you're such a moist boy! Because, <laughs> uh. I have facial blindness. You have moisture blindness. Maybe. We're actually recording in an aquarium right now. <laughs> and, and 75 kids. That's more than 50. Right. And God, 75 kids. You, what's your capacity to your meeting room? Fire marshals, if you're listening. Don't, I don't. If fire marshals don't listen to this. I don't think. It's okay to just not do anything. You've got 24 hours in your day. You spend hopefully a good hunk of that sleeping and the rest of that you're at work and you're doing things. Think about what does five minutes cost, right? Like out of your whole day. Five minutes, just don't do anything. Nothing, you know? Yeah, so what I was going to say is that, um, yeah, so I did, the reason I was worried about being fat One Punch Man, so when I was younger, so like in high school or so, me and my, some friends were going to go to a Comic-Con, like nearby, like a small thing, and I was trying to pick out costumes, and I was like, and I was like, oh, I could be Nathan Drake, he's like a character from a video game, and they were like, yeah, you can be fat Nathan Drake, oh, no. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, yeah, or I was like, or I could be Mega Man, and they were like, yeah, you can be fat, Mega Man. <laughs> this is be... another fat story. <laughs> I guess it is. Yeah, you could be fat Mega Man. And I was like, well, yeah. Or I could be, I could be regular Mega Man. And they're like, no, no, no. You should be fat Mega Man. And that's when I was like, maybe I'm overweight. I don't know. <laughs> In high school, but that's why I said if if we could find like a character who who is already a bigger man with a beard and bald would be perfect for a Lexicon. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, could you be? Um... Oh, who's the uh, the villain on Daredevil? Kingpin. Yeah, kingpin. I know, but I don't think he typically has a beard. Oh, does he not? No, I, I do have the build of a kingpin, like yeah. just kind of a broad man. I don't think I'm as tall. He's probably like supposed to be really he's tall. He's a broad guy. Yeah, he's a broad dude. So yeah, just keep your eyes open. Okay. Yeah. All so right. and then for Lexicon, 
guys, you're listening to Same Team, y'all. My name's Eric. My name is Steph. And this is a podcast where uh, it's a fortnightly podcast where two librarian best friends talk about stuff that we're loving because uh, it's all about your perception of the world. Uh, uh, Tales from the Library, because that's where we work and that's what we uh, love to do. And uh, life lessons that we've learned along the way. We do this. Why do we do this, Miss Tess? Oh, because we want to make the world a better place. You've got it. It's our small way of doing that, Yeah, right? we're only trying to usher in a second era of good feelings. Yeah, that's only it. And, yeah. and hopefully, uh, in our own small way, try to remind uh, everyone that we are all on the same team, despite your uh, beliefs or um, your opinions of certain things. We are all ultimately human with our own uh, fears and loves and desires. Uh, thank you so much, listeners, for listening. Yeah. Our our same team y'all contest yes. is in full swing. Yeah, yeah, we have. So in our last episode, we announced the same team y'all. What are you loving? Email contest. Uh, we've been receiving emails. Thank you so much, guys. We've this loved it so much. This for you. Yeah. Um, can you remind our listeners what's that contest all about? So uh, all you have to do to participate is send us an email. That email address is same team y'all mm-hmm. at gmail.com. And tell us what you're loving. We tell you what we're loving every fortnight on this podcast. All the time. And we're just really curious what you're loving. Uh, So send us an email with what you're loving. And what will you win if we pick your email as the one we like the best? If we pick pick yours as the email we like the best, um, you will win a Same Team Y'all button that you can pin to your shirt, (laughs) your bag, or your flesh. And I know I made the same joke last year. Probably, I still... probably would not recommend pinning it. No, much. you'll get a limited edition same team y'all button. The only way you can get these is from us because yeah. we have made them. Yeah. <laughs> and an Amazon gift card for an undisclosed, probably lower than you expect, <laughs> amount of money. Uh, but we would love to hear from you guys. Uh, what are you loving? Because uh, you will find as you uh, go throughout your day, if you're looking for things that you love, you will see things that you love more than things that you dislike. So yeah. Uh, yeah, and we've already received some emails. Uh, we'll be running this contest for the next fortnight. So I have date of uh, when this comes out. You have another fortnight, which is 14 nights. We've just <laughs> learned recently. Thanks, Miss Judy. Thanks, Miss Judy. And uh, to submit uh, emails, but we will always accept emails. And so far, we've been receiving a nice amount. We might keep doing something like this in the future, perhaps. Yeah. 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 Uh, the quote that we started this episode with is, uh, what do you think of that, Miss Tess? I like that. I like nice it. poem. Mm-hmm. Here's snaps for that poem. Yeah, it's uh, by a poet miss uh, called Ms. Moam. Uh, Ms. and then M-O-E-M. So like poem, but with an M instead. Cool. Uh, you can find her on Twitter at at Mizmoem. Once again, that's M-S-M-O-E-M. And she also have a, she has a website called Mizmoem.com. She's kind of mysterious. I was trying to find out information about her. So I don't know if it's one person or multiple people. But uh, I like You love mysteries. I do. <laughs> I'm just trying to get to the bottom of this mystery. Um, and uh, yeah, so if you like to uh, follow her, she's on Twitter, uh, just like we are, at sameteamyall.com. Uh, I've been more active on Twitter lately. Yeah, please follow us on mm-hmm. Twitter. Uh, Eric's been blowing up the tweets yeah, lately. Yeah, well, it just dawned on me. So lately we've been getting emails, right? Mm-hmm. And the reason we're doing this contest is we don't get a lot of emails, which is fine, but we would like to hear from our listeners, which are also our friends, and we're getting emails now, and it made me realize like the best way to talk to people right now is through our Twitter account, if we want to talk right away, and if you don't have the time to send us any emails. So once again, that email is at same team, y'all. 
Um, it's the best way to stay up to date as to what's going on with the cast. That's if we our know. Twitter. Twitter. That is our, what I say, email? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best way to stay up to date as to what we're doing with the cast, if anything's going to be late, and a good way to just uh, stay in contact. So I think you usually tweet out, like, really positive, uplifting things. Yeah, you know? I do. Uh, hashtag Wonder Woman Wednesday. Yeah. We are on Wonder Woman Wednesday. <laughs> it is. We're both sitting here in our uh, armored bustiers. <laughs> I've got my, uh, we've got our tiaras on. It took a long time to put those boots up over these meaty calves, but we did it. Uh, we hope you were also dressed as Wonder Woman, you know. I forgot to wear shorts under my skirt, though, so I'm a little embarrassed. Uh, um, but yeah, we hope to get some emails from you. Uh, before we run into stuff that we're loving, I have two updates All for right. you. For you, Tess, for and, me? and for the listeners. Specifically? We, the same team y'all podcast, has become an official patron of the arts. We have? We have. There That's is, exciting. There is a lovely artist on Twitter named Mrs. Binks. Um, you love Binks. Well, any longtime listeners know that I'm a big fan of Jar Jar Binks, uh, specifically because <laughs> he helps me to remember that even if you don't enjoy something, someone else probably enjoys it. Uh, Mrs. Binks, did you have a chance to check out her artwork I at all? No. She draws, I'm assuming herself, in different. Uh, uh, she draws herself interacting with Jar Jar Binks, usually uh, handing him flowers. Or like rowing a rowboat together oh God, and that's stuff like so that. Cute. It is it is very it is very cool. First of all, I was amazed that this existed because because I thought a lot of people were like you know forget Jar Jar he makes me angry I don't like that. Are you looking it up I'm right now? I'm bringing it up right now. Yeah, look it up. Oh it's very interesting. Gosh. And I found her because she started a yeah, <laughs> the, the picture test. Here, let me look at that again. The picture <laughs> test is turning towards me. Is her. What is she doing? Like She's just, like, looking up at him with, like, stars in her eyes. I kind of love how tall Jar Jar is in that picture. Well, he's a tall guy. Yeah. Or a tall alien. A tall Gungan. A tall yeah. Gungan. Maybe okay. short for Gungans, though. I don't oh, know. Here's one of her handing Jar Jar flowers. And he's got, like, a surprise look, like, ah. Misa? For Misa? For Misa? Those are some bombad flowers. <laughs> Okie day. The, <laughs> anyway, she started a, I don't know the name of it. It wasn't a GoFundMe, but kind of like a, can you, can you um, help fund me as a struggling artist? And uh, same team, y'all podcast, we've officially donated to her cause, Aww. making us official patrons of the arts. Look, so, this one looks like Jar Jar's going to give her a little kiss or rude. There's there. a little heart coming out of his face. And they're kind of like, but in this picture, they're of equal height. So is she standing on a box or something? Or maybe they're sitting down together. I don't know. Anyway, so... So mysterious. So More mysteries. When, 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 okay, so this is how the internet works. When I, <laughs> when, when I found Mrs. Bink's um, artwork, which, by the way, I think you can follow her. I think her Twitter handle is just at Mrs. Bink's. Um, to see some of her artwork and if you want to help, I think on the website it said buy her a coffee, you know, to uh, help fund her, uh, you can do that. But then when I was looking her up, I discovered another thing. It was um, at Talk Like a Jar Jar Day. Talk Like Jar Jar Day. Are you familiar with this text? No, I didn't know that was a thing. I don't, well, I don't know if it is, but <laughs> acor according to this Twitter, <laughs> according to this individual, Talk like a Jar Jar it day. It a thing. It's it's coming up. It's in August, so I'm oh. gonna, I think it's like August 19th. Should we do a whole episode? <laughs> <laughs> no, we shouldn't. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I anyway, it just it made me so happy to see like and, and so anyway, Mrs. Binks 
Twitter page, like, or I guess her artist page, I should say, just said that she, uh, she loves the character, and I'm paraphrasing here, loves the character, and she's working to make, like, uh, um, like Star Wars fandom, a more positive environment because if oh, you've kind of been, sweet. yeah, lately. Well, I don't know if it's been lately or just lately. I've noticed it more. It's been a little bit more contentious, especially since Last Jedi came out, and it's just really nice. And I think, I think, and Mrs. Binks, if you're listening, uh, feel free to email in at uh, sameteamyall at gmo.com and correct me, but I feel like by drawing a character that a lot of people seem to dislike in a way where she in such a favorable light is her way of saying like it's okay you know it's okay if you don't like jar jar but it's okay if you do you know just like if you don't like last jedi so um that's uh one of our updates that we've officially uh you know we're helping make the world we're philanthropists and I love this. I, people ask her questions. Oh, I haven't seen this one. Yeah, is this? Okay. And, and she answers them. Like someone asked her, um, "Who's your favorite?" There's lots of love in this in the Star Wars universe. Who's your favorite Star Wars couple? Ooh, what'd she say? She, well, her favorite Star Wars couple is An- Anakin and Padme, tied with Han and Leia. Oh. Um. And and also her and Jar Jar. You know, what we, you know what we should do because we live. Uh, did she say also her yeah. and Jar Jar? Uh, you know what we need to do. And then so they also included a picture of some notable Star Wars couples. Okay. Um, it has uh, Hera Syndulla and Kanan Jarrus from the Star Wars Rebels show, um, Han and Leia, and also. Lando and um, L3, the robot, the droid, which I didn't know if they were an official couple. Well. They could be. I mean, if you want to ship them, you can. That's okay, because this is the no judgment zone of no judging. It Well, I mean, <laughs> hey, if you're in love with a droid, you're in love with the droid. There's no way around it. Um. Yeah, but no, people ask her questions and she answers them, which is really I haven't cute. seen that. Yeah, you should go. What I kind of want to do, and I know we're in the age of like starting petitions, and sometimes petitions don't do anything, but I kind of want to have Mrs. Bink's relationship with Jar Jar be put into the Star Wars canon. <laughs> Can we make that canon, please? Now, if any major Star Wars lore experts are listening and Jar Jar is married... I don't know. Are you aware of Jar Jar being married? I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm, I am unaware of Jar Jar's marital status or even well, if... it's to Mrs. Binks. Or even if such status exists on Naboo. We don't know. Like, oh, like among the Gungans. Right. I'm sure we could figure that out, right? <laughs> I'm sure. I don't know. I mean, anyway, I just something about that just struck me and I was like, Star sure. We will. We will help buy you several coffees, Mrs. Binks, for making the world a better place with your beautiful artwork. I I love it. I know. Uh, and then my last announcement is, um, do you remember a little podcast called Pop Goes the Library? Oh, hey. That's, hey. That's the podcast that started it all. Mm-hmm. What update do you have about that? It's official. It's by the time this episode comes out, uh, fair listeners, if you're interested in what Tess and I used to do before we recorded Same Team Y'all, uh, we used to have a podcast that was the official podcast of our library system mm-hmm. called Pop Goes the Library. Uh, it was canceled because it took too much staff time, <laughs> but it, we're bringing it. Well, we're not bringing it back. I'm airing the old episodes. You should be able to search for Pop Goes the Library wherever you like to find your podcasts, 
And uh, you There'll can... be 10... There's 10 episodes? I think so. Right now, it's just the one. It's the first okay. episode, but I will soon be loading the rest up. Okay, so, cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. This is so <sighs> exciting. We've been talking about it for a long time. So much nostalgia. <sighs> I was listening to that first episode today, too. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and there is... You cry in that episode. I think I cry in, like, every episode. <laughs> But yeah, That's I do cry in an episode talking about Princess Belle, you know? <laughs> uh, but yeah, if any of our... We talk it, a lot about Disney princesses on that podcast. I guess we talk more about Disney princesses there than we do here, which yeah. is interesting. I wonder why. Mm. Hmm. But if you... Another mystery. <laughs> if you are interested, uh, right now, when you're listening to this, you should be able to find the podcast, Pop Goes the Library. Um, they're will be at least one episode, maybe more, and they are ones that we recorded back in 2016. I was about to say, they're a little dated. Like, you'll hear us say things like, what's this Rogue One movie going to be about? Is Did Moana a Disney princess? <laughs> you know? <laughs> the Rock is has magic powers? Yeah, I think, like, we did a special episode when Doctor Strange came yeah. out, and a special episode when Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them came out. When, since that episode, since Pop Goes Library was hosted on our like on our library website, which is funded with county funded money, like from taxpayers, we had to make sure the podcast was ADA compliant uh, for the American Disabilities Act, which meant that every episode of the podcast also had to come with a transcript of everything said in the podcast, which um, meant that I had to hand type, um, for example, Tess colon, this is Tess, space, space, Eric, colon, and this is Eric, space, space, Tess, colon, and you're listening to, and... That's it, the reason we were canceled. That's the main reason. Like, it was pretty <laughs> intense, and uh, so we, we stopped that, and then we uh, moved on to Same Team Y'all. So. Yeah, now we do it for fun. We do it for fun. Last time, we, we were getting paid, though. We used to do it for money. Now we, were, we do it for fun. We were... We started out as sellouts. <laughs> and then we... Now we're doing it for the craft. <laughs> Should we talk about some stuff that we love now? I hope one of the things we love is the movie The Craft. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about stuff we love. <laughs> this is the stuff that we love. We love! This is the stuff that we love. We love it so much! This is the stuff that we love so much. Yeah! Would you like to go first, Miss Tess? Sure, I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the first stuffs that you're loving? The first stuffs that I'm loving is a podcast. Whoa, I like a podcast. Wait, but, 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 you listen to podcasts? What? I'm always listening to a podcast. I think the last one you did was a slow burn. Was the podcast well, you mentioned slow last burn time? And I think getting curious mm. with Jonathan Van Ness. I think was officially the last one I talked about. The one I'm going to talk about this episode is called the RFK tapes. Okay. Okay. And this is about the assassination of Robert Kennedy, which I did not realize there are a lot of conspiracy theories that surround the assassination of Robert Kennedy. Yes. I did know that there are a lot of conspiracy theories that surround the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Oh, but not... But I did not realize that there are conspiracy theories that surround the assassination of Bobby Kennedy. And um, 
I don't consider myself to be a big, like, conspiracy theory person. Yes, they never do. Right? But then <laughs> I started listening to this podcast, and then I was like, well, what if he was hypnotized? Oh, <laughs> I love this. It's a really cool um, podcast. So, basically, it's called the RFK Tapes because... There are a lot of recordings of the um, the investigation of the assassination of Robert Kennedy because essentially are they actual recordings that yes. they're playing on the podcast? Yes, oh, because that's essentially uh, when Bobby Kennedy was assassinated, the police were like, "We don't want what happened to JFK to happen here. We don't want a bunch of conspiracy theories to surround this. They so want it to be clean cut. We're gonna record like every aspect of this investigation. But despite that, conspiracy theories abound, and so they play the actual recordings of uh, interrogations of various suspects and stuff like that on the uh, podcast. It's super fascinating." Um, I will tell you, even though I consider myself to be a pretty logical person who pretty much goes along with, like, whatever the, like, police and courts say is, like, what happened, um, I've found myself really questioning, and then I'm like, what if we never landed on the moon? Like, no. Oh, no, you fell down that rabbit hole. I oh, really, my goodness. I really have, and it's, but it's, like, a super fascinating, really interesting, like, thought-provoking podcast. Um, it's also by the producers of a podcast called Crime Town. So if you were a fan of that, you will probably Ooh. like. Ooh, I do not want to move to Crime Town. <laughs> oh my goodness! It's uh, Providence, <laughs> Providence, Rhode Island. So don't yeah. go there. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you liked that podcast, you probably like this one. Um, How many episodes is RFK file? So RFK is it file tape, or files? RFK tapes. Tapes. Okay. Yeah, the tapes. Um, so far, it's a it's a continuing podcast. Like it's not finished yet. Um, it's because they haven't solved the mystery. No, <laughs> it still comes out every week. Um, it's a continuing podcast, and I think so far there have been five or six episodes. Oh, so it's so, kind of new. So you can jump on. Holy! Yeah. Wait, wait. Say that again. Once a week. Uh, yeah, it comes out. Of, and I, it's only been five episodes. Yeah. So this is a hot scoop. It's a hot, not like hot new podcast. Not like. Is it called Get Curious? The one you did last Getting episode? Curious. Getting Curious. Which where I was like, like, how many are there? You're like, there's like 300 or something. <laughs> there's like 40 or 50 of those. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, okay. this one's a hot new happening podcast. Very exciting. Is it going to end with them solving the case? I don't know. Uh, because it's really, it's actually, it's very interesting because it's uh, basically hosted by two guys. A younger guy and an older guy. And the younger guy is like, I don't know if I believe any of this. And the older guy is like, believe it because the conspiracies are true. And it's like, it's really cool. Um, I like it. And every once in a while, they'll get on sort of like a tangent. Like, for instance, they did a whole episode with a woman who is convinced that her husband killed John F. Kennedy, not... um, Oh. the person who was you're convicted. blanking yeah. yeah that's okay um is it lee harvey oswald i could never blank because i can't remember <laughs> <laughs> you have to remember it one of those the, the tri-named killers of presidents because it always cool. seems to be a three-named killer. well let me ask you how deep down the conspiracy tunnel have you gone tess 
Oh my god. Yeah, I I, I think conspiracy th- conspiracy theories are always interesting because it, it gives you another perspective to like what 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 some people will call like mainstream knowledge, right? Like what we all accept to be true. But then it's like funny because when you go deeper, it's easy. Like, well, if I think this might be true. Maybe this is true. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It can be a little dangerous sometimes. Like, I seriously, the other day I was, like, talking to Brett. I was like, I was like, Brett, what if they faked the moon footage? And he was like, shut up. And I was like, like, no, no, no. I'm like, maybe. Keep Brett around. Brett is like your, like, he keeps you grounded. I'm not saying we didn't go to the moon. I'm like, but what if they, like, faked the footage? And he was like, shut up. (laughs) So. But I mean, it's uh, it's a very interesting podcast. I recommend it if uh, if you're one of those like, oh, listen to any conspiracy theories, or just give it a try, just see. Oh, at the very least, (laughs) even if you think it's total bogus, you might still have fun along the way. Yeah, it is. It's a fun podcast. It's got like a cool soundtrack too. Um, Like they they put like cool music in it, and it's like it's very well produced. Also, I would love some cool. Well, I guess we do have some cool music for our cast. Yeah, we do. Just like some cool like cool music. (laughs) I don't know. If you want to listen to some cool music, you can always look us up on Spotify. Tess, do we have a Spotify? You you know what? This is. I should not admit this on the cast. I was gonna add stuff to our Spotify playlist. Which, if you guys are on Spotify, just search for us. Same team, y'all. You'll find our profile, and you'll be able to find some of the music we're putting out there in the world. And I wanted to add stuff to it. I could not remember our log. Oh no! (laughs) And I was sitting there, and I was like all ready to do it, and I just couldn't. Apparently, I've been logged into my personal one this whole time. Oh, just text me. Yeah. And tell me what songs you want to add. I'll add them. Okay. Okay. Hey, the RFK tapes is the stuff I've been loving this morning. Very nice. Oh, very nice. Uh, Stuff that I'm loving is, uh, so for new listeners, I've got a daughter named Freya, and we just got her. So so before I became a dad, I used to drive through the neighborhoods and and be like, when I saw like plastic, like uh, uh, playground equipment and houses, I would always tell myself like, if I ever have a kid, <laughs> I will never buy that stuff because I never saw kids playing on it, right? And it was just like okay. big, big hunks of plastic in your front yard. <laughs> and I would tell myself I would never buy that stuff. And I am here telling you that my wife and I have gotten Freya a plastic house outside, like a playhouse uh, that we have now on our, on our deck, um, which is fine. It's just it's funny because I never thought I would do that. And uh, and Freya is so so anyway Amanda Amanda so Amanda found this house like on I think like she follows like a Facebook like a Southern Maryland new and used oh, yeah, yeah 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 she followed she's been like hunting for like a house or something like that because Freya's now Freya's walking Freya's talking you know like she wants to talk uh, she's communicating through various noises that sometimes sound like words and through, <laughs> and through signs. And uh, she's at the age now where she's, like, ready to walk and, like, climb. And she's pretending, you know, a okay. lot. And she's, like, Amanda's, like, this is prime time to get her a little plastic house. <laughs> so she finds... Plastic house time. Yeah, plastic house time. So she finds one through this... Plastic. through Through... What is it called? Southern Maryland New and Used, I think okay. it is, or something. And anyway, Amanda's dad, so Freya's grandfather, picked it up because he has a truck and hosed it off and got it all clean and I took a video on my phone. I don't know how long videos can be on Twitter, so I don't know. So I'm gonna try to post this for you guys. But it's, I told Freya, like, you've got a, 
for listeners, I'm, I, I, when I talk with my daughter, I sign a lot because she's hard of hearing. So she, we're hoping to help teach her science as well as spoken English. And so I said, uh, to Freya, you have you have a surprise outside, and she knows. She's like surprise. I was like, you you have, and this is something I don't say a lot, but for Freya is now at the age where she's absorbing language like a monster. You uh-huh. know, I said you have a surprise outside and she's all excited so i take the video of her pushing the door open she like walks over to the deck and she sees the house and she goes in the house and she's opening the door and it's it's a magical experience so i'm gonna <laughs> post that uh video on twitter as much as i can i might have to do it in portions i don't know what uh uh what twitter is is like and um basically long story short a thing that i'm loving is buying or Having a big plastic house that I swore I would never buy for my daughter <laughs> on my deck because she is loving it. And if she's loving it, then that means I am loving it. Nice. It is amazing, you know? So she likes, it's got these little, like, I don't know what the word is, like, sh- they're shutters on the window. Mm-hmm. She'll open them up. Like, it makes, it makes me think. <laughs> surprise! Surprise! What makes me think of the beginning of Beauty and the Beast where they're like, bonjour! And, <laughs> and she'll open up and she'll be like, bye! And then she'll close the doors again, and she'll, like, us see her, like, peeking at me. And then she'll be like, bah! You know, it, it's amazing. We also went, real quick, we went to the carnival for the first time. Okay. And uh, first time on a carnival ride, I went on it with her. It's like a helicopter that spins in a circle. And she was really nut. But then, bigger deal, she had her first on her own carnival ride which is a little scary for me because i didn't know if maybe yeah once she's very young she's very little yeah freya is only um she's coming up on she's coming up on 18 months you know and she's very little she's very little compared to all the kids at the carnival but she wanted to she's into it she's excited she sees the kids on it and so we put her and i'll post this on twitter as well we put her in this car because she, she's really in the driving now. She likes driving <laughs> the, the car and pulling the steering wheel. And we buckle her in. But I didn't know if when they hit the button, like when the very nice person that has the court-mandated community service <laughs> to hit the carnival. But I, I could be joking. It could be a very nice firefighter who's doing it because it was the firefighter at the Hollywood Fire Department's carnival. It was very nice. Um, but when they hit the button, it's going. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she could decide halfway through the ride. She's not feeling I'm gonna it. I'm going to jump off. Yeah, or something. And she's buckled in, but she was fine. She she was waving at us, and she got on the car ride, and she went on a train ride. The whole time she was signing drive, the whole time she was signing train. It's so <laughs> cute. She's waving at us. So uh, uh, anyway, buying plastic crap for my daughter is a thing I'm loving. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yes. Uh, you know, it's very interesting that you mentioned seeing uh, uh, Pop Goes the Library. Yes. Um, because... I pop goes the library. I try to remember the song. Remember we used to sing it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Good yeah. times. Yeah. Oh, if boy. you if you like our fun little ukulele ditties, they they have their origin in Pop Goes the Library. In many ways, Pop Goes the Library is like our origin story. It really it's is. so funny too because half of the I know I forget to hit the microphone button sometimes, <laughs> but like back there were like four or five episodes <laughs> that we just didn't know. How we to turn the mic still on? Figuring it we were out. just little babies, little podcast babies, little just waking up and going, pop. <laughs> why? Uh, why is it funny that we went to pop goes? Well, Lonely? because I told you that I rewatched a particular movie over this past fortnight. I rewatched the movie Rogue One. Oh, you know what? I <laughs> forgot you had even told me about that. 
Yeah. I rewatched the movie Rogue One over this past um, fortnight. And uh, I said, I don't know if I'll talk about it and stuff I'm loving. And you said, it's funny you mentioned that because you and I attempted to podcast yeah. about Rogue One after it came out. And we had differing opinions about the movie. Yeah. And it almost like broke up our friendship. You think the whole friendship? <laughs> I don't know, but it's all like recorded in a podcast that never aired. It, it, so, so okay, <laughs> let me let me set the stage. Is this going to be one of the stuff you're loving? Is yeah, one? yeah. Okay. I'm about to talk about okay, it right Let now. me set the stage for the listeners. So, <laughs> so we are podcasting Pop Goes the Library at the library in like fall of 2016, right? I guess it was December. It must of 2016, December that's 2016. when the movie came out. Yeah, and um, so we're recording the episodes, and if you remember, uh, the 2016 we had just had an election. We had just had an election, and it was a difficult the presidential the 2016 presidential election. I think it was a divisive time in American history. It's a difficult time for everyone. It continues to be. Yeah, I would say it was a difficult time for everyone, regardless of if you wanted to win one. Or if the person you didn't want to win won. I think it was tough for everyone on both sides of the political spectrum. And it was a difficult time for me emotionally. And just our whole Rogue One conversation was just like this. You were just about to have a baby. I was very close. Yeah, Freya was born in January. Yeah, Freya was born in January. And then the movie was in December, right? And I was just like, it was just such a tough time. And anyway, we've never aired that episode because no. so. But I, I I always keep the mic running. Mike yeah. runs all the time because you and I just had like a like a therapy session. We had we we started having a podcast and then it turned into like a, Eric, are you okay? It was like, <laughs> are you for real angry or just ang- like what is going on? And then it went on for a while. It did, yeah. And that was the um, that was when we discovered beige bikini. <laughs> oh, is that so? That's when you're like angry and sad at the same time. Yeah, bikini regular bikinis when I'm angry. Because yeah. Tess had a dream once that I was wearing a bikini and I was your boss. Yeah. I was. You had you a were dream. Really mad. I was wearing a bikini and I wouldn't let you have any of the lights. I told you shut all those lights <laughs> off and no one could use a desk. I was the only one who was allowed to use a desk and. Because of that dream, no, whenever I'm angry, I'm bikini. Yeah. And when I'm beige bikini, I'm sad. Sad and angry. Sad and angry. Um, boy. So anyway, after all that, you rewatch Rogue I, One. I, okay, so. Yeah, give me the rundown. All right, so you know how you and I were talking about how there are a lot of Star Wars podcasts? There are. Okay. Buckets of them. Yeah. Well, I recently had a lot of time off from work. And so I had a lot of time to, like, hang out on Netflix and I rewatched The Last Jedi probably like five to ten times. Um, it's a good movie. It's a great I haven't watched it since I saw it. I saw it in theaters twice, and I want to rewatch it. I recommend it. It's a good you. movie. It's a great movie. I've seen it a whole bunch of times, and I thought I should probably give it a rest and watch something else. So I rewatched Thor Ragnarok, another great movie. Good movie. Um, but I had was listening to a, a uh, again listening to a podcast. What Tess? Uh, I was listening to a Star Wars podcast, uh, full of Sith. One of my favorite Star Wars. Podcasts. I've been seeing that kind of like around our Twitter uh, newsfeed. Yeah, 
And um, Full they, of Sith. yeah, they were talking about how much they love the movie Rogue One, and I was like, you know what? I really didn't like Rogue One when it came out in the theater. I only saw it the one time, and you never revisited and it. And I never revisited it. I was like, I owe it to. I don't know Jane, Star Wars. Jen, Jane Urser. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I owe it. I owe it to me like, too. Yeah, and and to my friend Eric to go and revisit uh, Rogue One, and so I rewatched it, and I have to say, okay, I still don't like the ending. Okay, but we we're staying spoiler free for the ending. Okay, we'll stay. Well, I mean, sure. I was going to ask you. It's up to you. Or we can have this discussion now. It came out in 2016. Do we need it, to say Yeah, if free? anyone had, Yeah, I know. You know what? I think it's fair game. Okay. What would Jyn Erser do? <laughs> Spoil it. Spoil it. Yeah. Everyone dies at the end. Mmm. Yeah. 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 Okay, all of the main heroes die at the end. Yeah. Um, And I don't like that. Yeah. Okay, but... But here's the good news, Eric. I like all the rest of the movie. It's now. just the ending that you had. Yeah, an issue with. I, I, I think there were a lot of parts of the movie. Now, upon rewatching, there were things that I didn't like. I think I just didn't get them at the time. And upon well, rewatching, I was like, oh, I get it now. Like for instance, there was I didn't like Jin Urso. I didn't like how she like suddenly becomes a rebel. But then, like upon rewatching it, I was like, oh, I get it because. Like, this was really important to her dad, and her dad was very important to her, and she really just wants to get those plans out there. Like, this was her dad's dying wish, and she loves her dad, and so it's become her dying wish. And, like, she's going to do anything that she can. What does he call her? Like, his diamonds? Stardust, he calls her. Stardust, So sweet. I know. And, like, and I, I didn't, like... Um, I don't know. You're allowed basically, to talk about stuff you didn't like in the movie. We can just talk about it. I didn't like about the movie. Oh, Saw Guerrera. I didn't like him because I thought he was rando. And then, but I watched it now and I think I've watched enough David Lynch movies that I'm like, he's weird and he doesn't make any sense. Wait, but rando? He's cool. Like random? Like, yeah, I oh, thought he was sorry. kind of random. Oh. And, but now I, I'm like, well, he's really weird, but he's cool looking. So. <laughs> Well, and that's okay, too. There's actually a lot of comic book characters, like, in comic books, that I either don't really like their their character that much, but they look cool. Yeah. And so I like the character. You know what I mean? Like, they, their story doesn't do much for me, but they look cool. And yeah. that's fine. And I was like, I was like, I actually kind of think he's really cool looking. And I really didn't like, um, when I first watched it, they make the pilot basically get licked by this weird like Cthulhu what monster What was it called? Thing. The Daku? The, the I forget what it was called. Forrest Whitaker's like get the get the metal. remember he's speaking it's on like the respirator? Gore mullet or something like that. And um and I was like why did they do that to him? But I realized they were trying to see if he was lying or not. That's why they made So like there was a lot of stuff that I just didn't get when I watched it the first time that I got upon what? rewatching it. it- and and I was like, oh, I actually really do like this movie, but I still don't like that. <laughs> had I if if they had me write this script, I would have had just one of them left. <laughs> who would, well, let, let's talk about this. Who who would let's say you're writing it? Who's the one that makes it out? Um, just any of them. Pick one. I'd just pick one. Yeah. I'd let them. I'd let one hmm. of them live. Chariot Mway. Maybe I. 
I was thinking like maybe an easy one would be like, hey, pilot guy. Baze Malbus? Bodie the pilot. Like you actually have to fly the plants out of here. Yeah. Like we've got to shut down the shield and you have to fly the plants yeah. up. And he has to make it out. And that's how we know the story happened because he's telling he's us the story. He's the one telling story. it, yeah. Otherwise, like, I'm not quite sure how we know the story happened because everyone died that it happened to. We, we know because we're, um, we're omniscient we're, Yeah, we're, we're there. We're floating around. And also, the, the like, rebellion, they're aware that someone, like, a group sacrificed themselves to get it out. Right. I am... Uh, it's interesting. So let me ask you this. You said, hopefully, if one made it out, that would kind of make the ending less bleak, Well, right? and Brett pointed out to me, because I, I asked him, I was like, Brett, um, d- doesn't it depress you? <laughs> so like, randomly, Brett will be like, uh, what do you want to talk about? And I'll be like, Brett, don't you find it depressing that everyone died in Rogue One? He'll be like, oh. he's like, you just don't like that. You don't like movies where everyone dies at the end. And I was like, oh, don't I? And he was like, yeah, I remember when we watched 47 Ronin. Have you ever seen the movie 47 yeah. Ronin? Spoiler alert, they all die, too, except for one. Spoiler alert, I hate the yeah. movie 47 Ronin because it's about these, like, cool samurai dudes who they all, like, sacrifice themselves for this noble cause. Now, they do pull one guy out. Now, when they pull the one guy out, they say, we're pulling one guy out because you have you guys are so noble and awesome that we want the bloodline to continue. And I was like... You know how the bloodline could continue. You let all of them live, and then you have 47 bloodlines continuing instead of just one. That didn't make sense to me. I was very upset. And also, our favorite actor, Keanu Reeves, is in that movie, and his character dies. And Brett was like... You don't like movies where everyone dies at the end, and I was like, "Oh, that's like my personal hang-up about movies." Is I well, I don't think you're alone. Like, it's it's not what I well. It's not what I think a lot of people would consider like unhappy ending. And I think if 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 you don't have an ending that is happy, that's sometimes kind of a hard hard thing to swallow for some people. But what if it's revealed later that K two did make it out? Because K two is the droid, even I, though he was shot a lot. They destroyed that entire base, though. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, K two did not make it I out. I mean, you're right. Like yeah. you could just reprogram a droid, right? Like yeah, yeah. yeah. but they destroyed that. Yeah, K two did not make it out. Never yeah. mind. I don't think that yeah. he did. I don't yeah. know. I think the thing is, at least for me, is like you're right. Like everyone, because K two is my favorite character in Rogue One. I love him so much. Yeah. But yeah, he he died. They all die. Yeah, they all die. Like I even I watched the movie like thinking like maybe I can headcanon that somebody lives. Yeah, like maybe there's some way that someone. No, they all die. I don't know. To me, like it doesn't bother me. Though. It's okay because the whole point was to get the plans out and they succeed. But it still depresses me. They, but they chose to give their lives, <laughs> That's right? That's true. They did. And Cassian says that. He says, like, we're all bad people. Yeah. We all just want to do something good. Yeah. I don't know. Like, to me, it didn't strike. I thought that ending was great because it makes their sacrifice so much more important, right? Right. That's why, like, not only is there the plans that we need to protect because they could help destroy the Death Star, but we need to protect these plans because this many people, not just our stars... 
but the rest of the people that volunteered to join Rogue One, you right. know, the rest of the the rest of the people that joined, they all die as well. Yeah, you know? everyone dies. Brett said he was like, yeah, well, there, none of them are in any of the other movies. That's probably why they had to kill yeah. them. And I said, I would have been happy if they just said, oh, they're in the background somewhere. It's a big rebellion. Or, or to be honest, like, you know. The, or, hey, they retired after this because this was a really big <laughs> battle. Or, I mean, it's also a big universe. Like, they could have easily said, like, Cassian, like, went somewhere. And then he shows up again in, um, what's the new one? Star Wars Resistance. Resistance. Yeah, you know? He's an old man. He's yeah, the they could have easily done that. But, I mean, they decided not to, you know? Yeah. It's okay. But, and I was telling you that um, I had rewatched Rogue One, and you, I think you sort of hinted at maybe you had also had a change of heart about, like, people having opinions yeah, about Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at my text right here. So, <laughs> so our original, when we tried to talk about this, and it was during that tough time right after a presidential <laughs> election, and, and that wasn't just us. I mean, if you're, if you are listening to this, um... Uh, just for a moment, put yourself back in that place like uh, November, December uh, uh, 2016. It was a tough time for everyone, you know. Uh, j- like I said, even if even if the candidate that you wanted to win won, it was a tough time for everyone, I believe. And I think there was a lot of that going on. I, 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 I could be misremembering, but I think, Tess, that you had told me that like the place that we're at like emotionally, like as a nation – it was a tough timing for a Star Wars movie where everyone end, dies at the I, end, yeah. you know? And I think that's tough because it was our first Star Wars side movie. Yes. So it was our first Star Wars movie that wasn't a Star Wars movie. Yeah, like, right? what is this? Yeah, it's a movie set in Star Wars that isn't beholden to, like, the, the traditions of Star Wars, yes. you know? And... Um, I think that was kind of like weird timing, but I don't know if they could be held accountable for, <laughs> you know, what was going on in the world. No, but um, they can't. I, so we ended up not airing that episode because it was just so like bizarre, like <laughs> our weird like recording, like this weird fight over a movie. And like for me, I know now that like I was projecting a lot of frustrations I was having about uh, not just not just the election, but just also um, we were coming. We're coming off of Batman versus Superman, where you know I know that it's so silly to think of this, but I do think that in a way, like the idea of this movie came out that I really enjoyed, and enough people on the internet shouted at me that that they hated it. That now enough people say that it's bad without even watching it. You know, I think it's the same kind of idea that's hard to describe, and I think I was projecting my frustrations into our conversation about uh, Rogue One. But I'm looking at my emails now or my uh, text messages that we just sent recently, and you. You, uh, what did you tell me? I think you sent me a text saying, uh, oh, you'll, you'll be happy to know uh, I've rev- reversed or revised my opinion on some of the sticking points of things I didn't like about Rogue One. And uh, I said, well, maybe you'll be happy to know that I've revised my opinions on what others' opinions should be, right? <laughs> you know, it's perfectly fine if you don't like Batman vs. Superman or Rogue One. At the end, it's just a movie, you know? I mean, it's just a movie. It doesn't really matter. Um, but, I mean,. You know, it's just a, a thing to keep in mind. But uh, one day, we were talking about this, we may air that episode. <laughs> or parts of it, Or maybe. parts of it. We have, to do some, <laughs> we have to do some clever editing. But in many ways, that episode, I think, is the origin story of Same Team, y'all, right? Like, this is our small way of addressing those frustrations that I believe 
everyone is feeling. If you if you are able to poke your head outside or look at a computer screen, you don't live in a bunker somewhere, you feel those frustrations, you know. So regardless of, and it's easy to say like, oh, well, you're a, you know, whatever your political belief is, you're happy now. You know, your guy's sitting in the, in the big chair, but no, everyone's unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's tough. It's a tough time, you know, and this is part of the reason we talk about uh, stuff that we're loving. So wait, are you loving Rogue One? I'm so confused. I definitely, <laughs> I was, uh, I was loving rewatching some movies and revisiting uh, movies and and getting it's it's cool when like you haven't seen something for a while yeah and then you get to kind of rewatch it and it's it's also cool like if you saw something in the theater and then you get to watch it like at home by yourself because you'll miss stuff yes and then and watching it kind of by yourself where you get to hear all of the dialogue and everything. So I rewatching movies just in general Fortnite yeah. has been something that I've been loving. You can f- uh, fanfic a new ending to Rogue One if you want. I will fanfic a new yeah. ending and I'll Kylo shows up making out with Rey. <laughs> <laughs> I will save you says Kylo and then Rey goes, "Oh my goodness, you're such a moist boy." <laughs> Cuz uh, uh Kylo is always just like very wet his I face don't, I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> I don't know well I'm gonna write a fanfic where we get the origin of why he's just always moist okay <laughs> I'm not by the way I'm not saying it like a bad thing I mean everyone's got different complexions no judgment no judging he's a moist boy <laughs> is he really I haven't I like I said I watched the last Jedi like at least five to ten times and I didn't notice that. But maybe I'm blind. Maybe. Maybe I'm moist blind. I have facial blindness. You have moisture blindness. Maybe. We're actually recording in an aquarium right now. <laughs> and and you, you never notice that we're literally in water right now. You didn't wonder why you're wearing a snorkel. Um, Brett and I did have a lot of conversations this past fortnight about Kylo Ren and about Loki. Because yeah. like I said, I also rewatched Thor Ragnarok and he was like, why do you like these villains? villainous characters because the characters that I like the most in those two movies are Kylo Ren yeah. and Loki and I said I I guess I don't consider them necessarily villainous characters like they are but like I'm also considering the context in which they commit villainous acts and like when I think about the context like I I guess I feel like sympathy for them sure and and I, he was like, I'm a little worried about you. <laughs> so we had a lot of conversations about that. <laughs> it's, well, yeah, it, it's interesting because I usually use Amanda as like my gauge of like attractiveness of men. Oh. And, and both Loki and Kylo are not Amanda's type at all, you know? So, yeah. But everyone's got different flavors. Right. So. Right. Well, I'm not even talking about like attractiveness. attractiveness. Oh. I do find them both attractive, but. Wait. You find, <laughs> you find Loki and Kylo attractive? Wait, what? I think that's show canon. Newsflash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I also am like, I feel a lot of sympathy for both those characters because of their unresolved issues with their parents. And yeah. I feel like a lot of their quote-unquote villainy comes from their unresolved issues. And I feel kind of... Well, yeah. imagine, let's say Odin saved Loki. 
right. from the beginning, he said, you're a frost giant that I'm raising as my son, right? As opposed to putting a like a, cl- a cloaking spell on him or whatever, and then like hiding the fact, you know, to everyone else. Exactly. That, that puts a weight on you that your father... Wanted to hide who you are. And he says that a lot yeah. in the movie, in Thor Ragnarok. He's like, oh, you've been lied to? That must feel really bad. <laughs> that, is, that is really funny. The, you know what? You should give yourself some snaps for rewatching a movie that you previously thought you didn't like. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, I mean, really. You know, I think it's easy to watch a movie and be like, I didn't like that, and then move on. I think, I know unpopular opinions, which we're we're all about unpopular opinions, because at the end of <laughs> day, all you have are opinions, so you might as well own them. I actually really love the side movies so far. Like, I think both um, Star Wars Story and Solo, or, um, sorry, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, and Solo, A Star Wars Story, or whatever, yeah. are, are two of my favorite Star Wars movies. I really like them a lot, probably because I love that universe so much, but I feel like I like to, I like exploring it without needing... Um, uh, without needing to have all those, like, Star Wars comes with a lot of tradition, right? Like, right. weight to it. Like, you're watching it and you're like, where's the Wilhelm scream, right? There's always a Wilhelm, you know what I mean? Like, little things like that. So it's nice to kind of just be like, okay, let me just explore this corner of the, the galaxy. I was talking to our friend, uh, Mr. John, who mm, is mm-hmm. uh, uh, a very famous children's musician and a, a, a librarian friend. And he, I, I think he said he enjoyed Solo, but he said he didn't love it. And he said to him it didn't feel like a Star Wars movie. He said it felt kind of like fan fiction of a Star Wars movie. Oh, okay. I don't think he meant that in a bad way, but he just yeah. said that. And I, we were talking about this. This is before one of her, he, he's one of our professional performers for the summer reading program. And I, we were talking about this before his show. And we came to the realization that everyone working on Star Wars movies today pretty much grew up watching Star Wars movies. So in a way, since they're not inventing something brand new, it's all fan sort fiction, of right? Fan I mean, what's the difference yeah. between fan fiction and something written? It's fiction written by a fan. Yeah, yeah. if you're a fan and you're you get to work on the franchise you grew up on, you know, what's right. the, you know, so I I did not I don't think Mr. John meant fan fiction as a bad thing at all because I mean, you know, it's just a different perspective. And he was like, you know, I hadn't thought of that. I was like, yeah, oh, my God. You know, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> but uh, here, end the thing with your thing. Oh, rewatching movies is the stuff I've been loving this past four Very nice. I actually, I love Rogue One a lot. <laughs> Cassie and that. I never heard of, I never thought of it being random. I guess, well, anyway, it doesn't matter. No, uh, Saw, Saw Guerrero was random. Oh, Yeah. Not Cassian. I actually really like Cassian. I love his accent. The thing I liked about Cassian, I know, I know, you know, I think it's okay. Yeah. If any of if any of our friendly listeners go, why is your podcast so long? You can send us an email. Maybe it'll be our favorite one. And you'll win the contest. But I think it's okay to just have these conversations, right? Yeah. yeah. The thing I love about Cassian is when we first meet him, he's like um, talking he's to like someone, killing a dude. Well, he kills a guy. That's in the rebellion. He he kills him so that he, he can't kills, be taken. Like, yeah, basically a double agent. Yeah. yeah. Was he a double agent? I think he was. Yeah. For the rebellion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, at first I thought when, when Cassian kills him, I thought Cassian was the double agent. Oh. Like, because he killed him yeah. and he was posing as an uh, officer in the rebellion secretly working for the Empire. But then later I realized that he killed him so that he, he couldn't be interrogated. Right. Because cause the man he killed exactly. couldn't climb out of there. Exactly. And to me, like, that speaks so much about his character. He goes there and he, he's going to kill Jin's dad. Yeah. Right? He's given He'll orders. He'll kill anybody. He will. He changed his mind about 
Yeah. Is that, you know, I don't know. He's such an interesting character. Uh, things I'm loving. I actually been watching some older movies lately. Um, I've been revisiting some movies I haven't watched for a very long time, but are very close to my heart. You're um, watching movies too. Yay! I am. Yeah, we did not plan this. Uh, just recently, I think I'm a little unplugged lately. Um, uh, uh, which, by the way, if we ever tell you, please follow us on Twitter. And you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to unplug, man. We are, we honor <laughs> that's, fine. that's totally fine. It's I, optional. I've, yeah, I, I've been unplugging lately too. I mostly just am on there for the cast, you know, to, to try to do our small part to make the world a better place, one Twitter post at a time. But um, uh, the trailer for Creed two came out recently. I think. Have you seen this? No, I haven't. And did you have you watched the other Rocky movies? I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not super in sports. Is slash bo- box wait boxing's movies. a boxing's a sport yeah <laughs> i have seen rocky the first one yeah and okay. i believe that's the only rocky movie that i've seen i liked the rocky movie because it's not really about sports it's yeah. really about this guy overcoming obstacles and his relationship with this girl that he loves yeah. um but um i haven't seen oh, a boy. lot of the other oh boy rocky movies. we need a we need, Do we a, need to have a rocky night maybe so i'm not a big sports guy either you know okay. i think you know yeah. this about me i'm not I a big i'm not it. a big sports guy um but i did watch the rocky movies when i was a child with like a friend of mine and i think most of them are at their heart aren't about the actual fighting like mm-hmm. i think it is like it's kind of weird if you had a rocky movie without uh, a boxing fight in it. A boxing... Match. Match in it. Look at the sports expert up in here. I actually um, did boxing when I was in high school. Oh. Yeah, it was... Uh, I was told that if you did sports, um, it would make you more marketable for college. So I did um, martial arts. I did taekwondo and I did boxing. And there was only one other girl in my weight class and her name was Nadine and I beat her in every boxing match, and Ooh. it was <laughs> it was a little unfortunate. Where do you think Nadine is now? I don't know. I... Yeah. You played fair though, right? Oh yeah, yeah. no, we we always like. I was checking. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> the I'm way you a, said that, I'm not a cheater. Yeah. I was just better than her um, at boxing, um, <laughs> and she was the daughter of the coach, which is also kind of sad. But <laughs> is that sad? I don't know. Like I feel like I. I don't know. I feel like if you were the daughter of the coach, you would probably want to be like a little bit more impressive at your sport. I don't know. She might have been like pressured to get into the sport. Maybe, maybe. that was it. Maybe yeah. like she didn't even want to be boxing. Maybe, maybe that's why and maybe she, she lost was like she was like just beat me. Maybe that was it. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I never I never KO'd. I never knocked her out. It was yeah. always like. A, but anyway, was that called a technical win? Yeah, I don't know. With, with it always points, went to the judges. Points. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. Where do you think Nadine is now? I don't know. I don't know where she is. Well, I hope wherever she is. I hope wherever she is, she's fine. And I hope I never seriously injured her. I don't know. This is high school boxing, though, Yeah. Yeah. Rocky movies. (laughs) Anyway, I've been rewatching them. I think at their heart, they're not necessarily about the boxing, in my opinion. It is... And I haven't watched these movies for a very long time. And when I was watching them this time, it's it's Rocky one through five, uh, Rocky Balboa, which comes out sixteen years after it. So Rocky uh, Sylvester Stallone's an older man, and then Creed, which is Rocky training the son of Apollo Ke- uh, Creed, uh, Adonis Creed, and then Creed two is coming out. I don't know when it's coming out soon. I suppose, but um, 
I just was the story of Rocky of how he is constantly like fighting for something. If you've seen that first movie, you see like him and Adrian's life isn't great, right? Right. She's working at this pet store for almost no money. He is the beginning. Rocky one starts with him winning a fight, and it's like just this brutal like. Not no finesse to it. Like they're just club on each other, and like the loser gets like sixteen dollars because they take out like his locker fee and his promotion fee and all that. And I think Rocky wins, and he wins something like forty something dollars. You know what I mean? And he's just like beat to hell. And so like the is hell uh, he double hockey double hockey sticks. I don't know if that's. <laughs> I mean that's PG thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, and it's like as you watch these movies, and if you do want to watch them, maybe we can go through them together. <laughs> uh, going through them, you get like this story of this man's life where he's just fighting in the ring, but more like he's fighting for 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 reasons beyond. Like he doesn't even care if he wins in that first one. He just wants to be able to say that he went the distance. In this case, fifteen rounds with the greatest heavyweight champion of the world, Apollo Creed. And he meets Adrian. She has her own problems. Her brother's an alcoholic. You know, she has uh, what Rocky calls like the shy uh, disorder. Or whatever. By the way, some of these movies you go back and he says some things that aren't exactly correct uh, by our sensitivities today. Um, but as as you go through these movies, you get this story of this man and this woman's life. Um, and of course, there's like he's got to go to Russia to fight Drago and all this stuff. But it's like this interesting. Uh, story spoiler alert by the time you get to Rocky Balboa Adrian has passed she got breast cancer and or 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 ovarian cancer women's cancer in Rocky's words so I don't know if it's breast or ovarian cancer and by the time you get through you get like this amazing story of like this I think it's is it safe to call Rocky like a movie icon at this point you know like up there and it was just really great exploring like these these movies, I was just maining them, like, one every night, which for me is kind of, I don't have a lot of time. But um, it was just great watching them, you know, watching this man age, but but his story change along the way. And, and then with it ending with Creed and him effectively passing the torch to a new generation is uh, very exciting. So, Rocky movies and the Creed, the future of the Creed franchise is a stuff. That I'm loving. Nice. Yeah. Hey, Eric. One day you should watch them, though, maybe. <laughs> One day you should watch them. Maybe I will. Maybe. Maybe if you don't like them, that's okay, too. We should. Maybe we'll watch them, and we'll do a podcast about it. Maybe we can watch them. Is Twitch, do they do movie? We can stream our know. watching them. Oh, that would be fun. Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think it's a thing. Okay. Eric, do you have any tales, tales from, from the, the Library? library! from the library tales from the library read some books read some books we also have online resources Yes, you have a choice today. Uh, on the last episode, you chose sweet. Today, you have a choice, cozy or dangerous. Choose your poison. I'm going to choose cozy. Cozy! Yes. Oh, cozy. Okay, well, uh, my cozy tell from the library is just recently, one of our staff members, Miss Jane, has, uh, she's worked at the library for 20 years. She is 
83 years old, and she just recently retired. She had a retirement party at That's her library. That's awesome. Yeah. Did, Way to go, Miss Jane. Do you work with Miss Jane a lot? Because we we work at two different branches, yes. but you probably bumped into Jane sometimes. Yes, I have. Yeah. I know Miss Jane. She's cool. Yeah. Yeah, she had a party at our library where, I mean, it's easy to be like, congratulations, you retired, and just like, you don't have to do anything bye. special. Yeah, <laughs> bye. But, I mean... The, our we had we opened up our meeting room and I wasn't involved with the party but they had everyone brought a ton of food uh, there was really cool decorations they had photos from like Jane's time at the library the past 20 years and uh, uh, balloons and then they had like an open house type situation where the meeting room was open to the party like people can come in for like between these hours and like Jane's neighbors showed up and a bunch of Jane's family, a bunch of library patrons came in to say their goodbyes. Uh, They were handing out cakes and 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 everyone was eating delicious sweeties but it was just so nice because i i work with miss jane but i don't like talk with her all the time uh-huh. you know what i mean yeah like i talk with her every once in a while and sometimes we'll chat in the meet in the in the break room but we're not like best pals yeah. but it was just really nice to see like everyone coming together to celebrate her 20 years working at the library and i guess probably more importantly like this isn't just like she's 20 years and going somewhere else she's retiring yeah. she's done working you know and uh it was just really nice to see everyone it was just, it was just really nice, you know, and like, it was like, I was part of like watching this story that I wasn't a part of, right? You know, yeah. it was just really nice. It was really cool too, because you know how I like awkward moments. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know how this happened. You're like I, I popped into the party and I wasn't planning on like being a part of the party. Okay. Like I said my goodbye to Jane and I, I offered money towards her. We gave her a big gift card, but I didn't bring any like food to the potluck or anything. I was kind of like a part. And then I went back to work. Mm-hmm. But then later someone was like, you should go in there. There's a party. I was like, okay. So I went in there and somehow it started off as like a casual, like everyone mingling and like saying their, their well wishes to Miss Jane. And then somehow it turned into a big circle with Jane standing in the center and then everyone going it around the circle so like you're standing in a circle and then one person say who they are hi my name's laura and i work wherever i know miss jane this way and i'm gonna miss this about her and so it's funny so once you go like uh, 10 people in what are you gonna say now right and talk about pressure so it was just like this beautiful circle of awkwardness and i don't (laughs) i don't know how it happened and everyone's standing in the circle everyone's standing in the circle around jane and you can tell from everyone's faces, like, they don't want to be in the circle anymore. <gasps> they were there just to eat snacks, and they just wanted <laughs> no. to to do their thing. But uh, somehow the circle happened. Anyway, it was really great. I think Jane enjoyed it, maybe. But it was a lot of, like, you had to figure out what you were saying and all that fun stuff. But uh, uh, anyway, awkwardness. But uh, it was just nice saying uh, goodbye to a co-worker I didn't know very well. But uh, it was nice that our library system put that on for her. They didn't need to, so... And just recently, <laughs> what is going on? We got, are you being quiet? Right now, our, 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 our Brett is walking, uh, I would say, Frankenstein-esque. <laughs> I think he's trying to make as little noise as possible. Uh, a banana peel went in the garbage can. Um, anyway, that's my tale from the library. Oh my goodness. Nice. Yeah, you're doing great at being quiet, by the way. We can't even tell you're here. <laughs> Um, we also had a party at our library today. Is both of our ta- tales about parties? Yeah. All librarians do. We just sit around and party all day. Well, we had a program at our library today. Oh. 
It was a birthday party for Harry Potter. Even though his birthday is not until July 31st. Is this Harry Potter from the books or a separate Harry Potter? (laughs) (laughs) Is this a new staff member? It's the famous Harry Potter of the wizarding world. Um, So we had this idea to throw this birthday party for Harry Potter. And um, we kind of thought that we, we wouldn't get like a lot of kids because we thought Harry Potter only appeals to like a certain group of kids, right? Like, it has to be, like, a certain age group, and it has to be a certain group of kids who like fantasy novels. And um, so we thought, tops, 50 kids, right? I would say tops. Tops, 50 I'm kids. I'm guessing. Around, like, around age, like, around age maybe, like, 9 to 15 or so. Right? Because that's kind of the age group that reads those books. Yeah, no. We had a lot of kids at this thing. Like, 75 kids. That's more than 50. Right. And God, 75 kids. You, What's your capacity to your meeting room? Fire marshals, if you're listening. Don't, I don't... If fire marshals don't listen to this. I don't think it's 75. Yeah. Um, we went over fire code. Shh, don't what, tell anybody. Is it 60? What is it? I don't know. You know it. I Knock it out. I'm not going to say. <laughs> I'm not going to say. But we had more kids than we expected, and the kids were a lot younger than we thought That's were going amazing. to be. Yeah, very young children who had not read the Harry Potter books. <laughs> but now, there were they, some knew, kids, they knew of Harry Potter, though, right? There were right? some kids who, no, they had no idea what was going on. We Did said, just we're going to party? We're gonna sort you into a house. What's going on? What is this hat? What is a Ravenclaw? I don't know. Anyways, yeah, they went because it was something to do that was fun at the library. Now, there were some kids who did know. And you kind of got the sense that there were, like, older siblings who had brought their younger siblings oh, because they wanted to kind of like maybe introduce them this to something. This thing is cool. You guys should like yeah, it. Yeah, like for instance, there was like an older kid who was like, the way we did the sorting is we had them reach into, we have a sorting hat and we had them reach into the hat and they would pull out a button and the button had oh, the yeah, name let me see. of their house in it. Ravenclaw. Yeah. the button you just handed me. Yeah. Which is true because I'm in Ravenclaw. Yeah. And that's the the house I'm in. And so they would reach in and they'd pull out their their button and then we would yell, Ravenclaw! And then all the kids would clap, kind of like they do in the books. Yeah. And um, and so there was like an older kid and he would reach in and he'd be like, oh, it's Gryffindor. And I'd yell, Gryffindor! And everyone would clap. And then he'd, this like four-year-old sister, and he'd be like, okay, now you reach into the hat. And she's like, I don't know what's going on. Reach into the hat. What's going on? I don't know what this is. Oh, you're in Hufflepuff. It was actually really cute. That's amazing. It was really cute, like to see like the older siblings like attempting well, to introduce. And later they may read the book. Yeah, right? yeah, they probably will because like I think if like if you're in a household and everybody's reading, you'll probably become a reader too. Probably you might not. You might not be into it, and yeah. that's okay. No judgment. But, um, you know, you, you'll probably... So there was a lot of, like, families who had, like, an older kid, but then they also had a bunch of younger That's kids. That's so cool. Um, I love it whenever I see... Um, like, I was... Just today, actually, I saw a kid checking out um, The Force Awakens, the movie. Oh, awesome. For the first time. Well, I don't know if it was for the first... Maybe it was watching it. But I love that, like, when I'm, like, 
this is him experiencing it. This is him, you know what I mean? This is him experiencing it. And this could be the movie, you know, where he's like, I need to know more about this. Wait, you're telling me there were movies a long time ago? Let me check, you know? They don't know. It's amazing. I love seeing that. Um, So, unfortunately, because more kids came than what we planned on, there was a lot of stuff that... We had, like, quick on the fly adjust. Like, for instance, we had, like, two crafts planned. And it was like, all right, half of you do this craft and half of you do that craft. Like, we won't be able to do both the crafts. Yeah. And there were some kids, not kids, actually. Kids weren't upset, but there were some grown-ups who were a little upset when they figured that out. I find often grown-ups get more upset than kids sometimes. Um, There were some grown-ups who were upset that I turned the light on. There (laughs) <laughs> you know, there's the some, light. Yeah, there. You know, some people will complain about anything. Um, but anyways, once I feel, I feel like once the kind of like initial, like whoa, this was way more people than we thought we're gonna show, and this is not the crowd that we thought yeah. we were gonna attract with this program. Once that initial, like whoa, we've had to completely adjust this program from what we thought it was gonna be to what it is now. Once that settled, I think it was a fun program. What sounds like, I mean, you know what, you guys had to make some changes on the fly, which is okay. Yeah, we had to make a lot of changes, like, real quick. Um, Tell me this happened where you guys tell me you ran out of slips for the hat. And then you just said, the rest are muggles! (laughs) (laughs) No, what, like, we had an activity plan we weren't going to be able to do. But there was an activity that we could do. And one of, and it was, you're going to love this. Okay, you know, out in the book, there are birdie bots every flavor beans. Yes, I'm aware of this. There is a game called Bean Boozled where you... You push the button and two jelly beans pop up. One, they could taste delicious or they could taste disgusting. They have jelly beans that taste like uh, vomit, that taste like dog food, that taste like grass, that taste like stinky socks. Ooh, stinky socks. So we told the kids, like, if you want, you don't have to, but you can challenge yourself to come up and play the game and you could get a gross bean or you could get a tasty bean we have a trash can you can spit it out if you don't like it but if you eat the bean then you win a a point for your house and it's really cute because at first there were some kids who were very adventurous and they were like yes I'm definitely going to play this game they put their hands up immediately and then there were some kids who were like I don't want to get an icky bean and they were like nah I'm not going to play and then they they saw the other kids having fun and they were like maybe I will play and then they saw the kids like winning points and they were like huh Slytherin is up Maybe I will. Of course Slytherin would be like, give me all the beans! Maybe I will play the game. And so it was really cute to see, like, the kids in the crowd, like, slowly getting their courage up to play the bean game. And also just to see the hilarious reactions of the kids eating the gross beans because they had the funniest faces as they ate the gross beans. Only, like, two or three of the kids spat out the beans. Most of them ate. The, the gross, gross beans. One. You guys are probably too busy to take any photos of their faces. I actually, Did you? let me show you. I have some really funny Ooh, photos of kids' faces. Of kids' faces. What's I, the grossest bean you think? Um, I 
I don't know that like one of the girls. Let me look at so this. there's one. There's one. Oh, <laughs> so that one's. And then here's here's some kids eating some gross. These both of these boys had gross beef. Look at Miss Tammy like laughing at them. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Tammy, you ate gross beans. Miss Tammy was loving this activity. Oh my goodness, this is good. This and is good stuff. At one point, like all of the kids were running up to eat beans. We had like like they were just crowding. That kid's around. wearing a Quidditch shirt. Too. Yeah, a lot of the kids were wearing Harry Potter shirts. So I got a few pictures of bean reactions. Um, but yeah, uh, that was really funny and. Um, so it, it ended up being okay. And actually Slytherin ended up winning the um the so snaps to Slytherin. If any of our listeners are Slytherin, hashtag not all Slytherin. We love you. And actually there was a really funny moment. There was a girl who she got sorted into Slytherin at the beginning of the program and she was not happy about this and she came to me about halfway through the program and she was like, I got sorted into Slytherin and I do not like Slytherin. And I would like to see if maybe I can get resorted. And I was like, well, you know, maybe we can talk to the hat again. You're like, how much money does your parents have? (laughs) I was like. I think $50 could persuade uh, the sorting hat. I said, maybe we can talk to the hat again. But then we kind of got distracted. And then um, Slytherin started winning. And she was okay. And she was okay. You know what that means? She is true Slytherin. She's a true Slytherin. And, we- and it was funny because then um, we had a trivia contest and she answered a question. And Miss um, Brenda, you know, it was, I think it was, what's the name of Harry's owl? And she, she knew it. She said, Hedwig. And Miss Brenda said, that's right. What house are you in? So we can put a point. Yeah. And she said, Slytherin. Oh. And I, I looked at her mom. I said, there's no turning back yeah, now. And her mom, her mom was like, she is a true Slytherin. Uh, we, we've talked about how, like, uh, we we obviously love the Potter books. But yes. I think we, we I think we agree on this, that we're not typically big fans of, like, don't get me wrong, they portray the Slytherins as bad guys. They right? do. They lock yeah. them in the dungeon during the Battle of Hogwarts. Yeah, you know, and it's like one of those things that it's like... <sighs> I mean, obviously, now, this not, cast is called same team, y'all. I'm having issues with this. I'm gonna say, and some not, of my best friends are Slytherin. I'm not just saying that as a, <laughs> I'm not saying as a joke. Miss Elizabeth is Slytherin. That's true. Sean, Sean is, Slytherin, is Slytherin, and Sean is Slytherin through and through. Have you seen his hair he's recently? He's even got a nice green streak. In yeah, his hair. well, he's gone full green now. He's oh, gone. He, yeah, really? his hair has gone full green. He's completely embraced Slytherin. You know, he's a handsome man, that Sean. <sighs> that man. I just I, have to say. They say in the book that there was never a dark wizard that didn't come from Slytherin, but that's not true because Ooh. Regulus Black was a Slytherin and he destroyed Horcrux and Horace Slughorn was Slytherin and he fought in the Battle of Hogwarts on on the good side. Yeah. So not all Sly- hashtag not all Slytherin. Can you imagine if we lived in the world of Harry <laughs> Potter? Like our our podcast would be all about bringing the four houses together. It would right? be, yeah. 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 You same have, same houses, y'all. You uh, you ever? You, I don't know if, if you play Pokemon Go at all. I don't. But are you familiar that there's like three main teams that you can join? Oh no, I didn't. Oh, so there that. there are three. Back when Pokemon is Go, is there a lot of competition between the teams? There is, yeah. So Pokemon Go is still really popular, but back when it like first and it was like fire, like grandmas were downloading Pokemon <laughs> Go, and uh, there's I don't remember the names of the three teams, but they're based off like the three. There's like three legendary birds. And there was, like, a lot of memes going around, like, uh, this team, I don't know, always 
wears their sunglasses indoors or like just weird things. Like, don't be like that guy. Are they based on like your personality traits or, <sighs> or were you just like arbitrarily put into a team? You can choose whichever one you want. Oh, you, you can choose it. Uh, and so I, I don't remember the name. I think one's like Team Valor and Team something else. But there's a fourth unofficial team called Team Lugia, which is based off of, or Team Lugia, uh, based on how you would say the name, which is the fourth, like a, another legendary bird from the Gold and Silver Games, which people say represents the unity between the three teams. So, oh. so kind of like, guys, guys, we're all on the same team, even if technically the game says we're on different teams, <laughs> you know? So. I will say, Pokemon Go is actually still very popular. It is. Brett and I had a very lovely day during the past fortnight where we went over to Solomon's Island and just had a nice walk around the island mm-hmm. and enjoyed the beautiful scenery. And as we were taking in the beautiful scenery, we noticed that everyone around us was staring at their phone. It's still very popular, and Brett, yeah. Brett was like, what is going on? This is... Is there like, was the president's daughter kidnapped or exactly. something? Yeah, he what just like, happened? He was like, this is ridiculous. He was like, look at this beautiful scenery and everyone is staring at a phone. And I said, they must be playing a game. And he was like, this is, this is incredible. I can't believe this. And I said, I'm just going to ask somebody. So I asked somebody. I said, excuse me. There was just like a couple walking by. And I said, excuse me. I just happened to notice that literally everybody is on their phone except for me and my husband. (laughs) What's going on? And they said, oh, it's community day. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big deal. And they just released a bunch of squirtles. Mm -hmm. And the squirtles Squirtles. are wearing sunglasses. Squirtle, 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 squirtle. The squirtles are wearing sunglasses. And so everyone's trying to catch a squirtle. In fact, she just caught a squirtle. It was yeah. like a couple. And then she just got a squirtle and she showed me. And it was really cute. He was wearing sunglasses. Yeah, squirtle. And um, Brett was mildly disgusted that no one was taking in the beautiful scenery at the lovely day. He probably looked up briefly at the scenery. And he was a little confused, too, because he was like, well, how is it a community day if everyone is just on their phone? And I was like, well, everyone is here out together. Yeah. Catching squirrels. Also, a lot of times they'll 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 grab food together too. That's and, what I said. I said maybe drinks. they'll meet people. Yeah. Like you'll see people playing Pokemon. Everyone's like got Pokemon shirts on and stuff. Yeah. I was like, so maybe you'll meet people while you're out. And he was yeah. like, he's like, he didn't like it. Well, I mean, everyone's entitled to their opinion. But when you play video games, you're usually inside, right? This is a game you can play outside. That's true. You know? And it did have everyone walking around. They were walking yeah. around the whole island. Although some people were driving around the island. I feel like that was causing some traffic. <laughs> <laughs> but officer, there were squirtles with sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, tell it to the judge. Wait, you saw a level five judge? I got. <laughs> there is no Pokemon named Judge, as far as I know. There's level five Judge Judy. Hey, Eric, have you learned a life lesson recently? I have. Was it about Pokemon? No, it wasn't. <laughs> but we should probably talk about it. Did you learn a life lesson this week? I did! That's great! Let's talk about it. Okay. Yeah, my uh, my friend Josh is really in the Pokemon Go, so that's he how he learned about. It. He still plays it to this day, and and he he still um, well, he just moved recently. He moved back to Texas, but when he lived in this area, that's how I first learned about Community Day. And yeah, I get that they're on their phones, you know, and playing. Their, but I mean, they're talking. They're, you get to meet new people and uh-huh. stuff like that too. It was at the um, Chancellor's Run Park, and people everywhere. It's really cool. But that's not my life lesson. Uh, <laughs> just 
My life lesson is actually inspired by a children's book, because we are children's librarians. This book is called Little White Rabbit. Oh, I love that book. Yeah, are you familiar with this yes, one? Yes, I love everything by Kevin Hankus. Uh, it's very beautiful. Uh, you can feel free to look this up from your local library system. Uh, the gist of the story is the little white rabbit kind of goes from place to place and, uh, for example, it sees grass. And I am I imagine what it's like to be green like grass or sees trees. I imagine what it's like to be as tall as trees. Um, but one part that really struck me is I thought really profound or really uh, well, profound is the right word is that uh, the rabbit at one point uh, hops along and sees a, uh, a rock and it wonders what it would be like to not to be able to move, which I think a lot of us would probably be like, not move, that's not a good thing. I can't move anymore. Um, but then the next picture I'm turning, and I'll be happy to tweet some of these images out. It's a full page spread of two pages, and it shows this uh, the bunny as a rock. And here the bunny is a rock, perfectly still, and the sun is shining. And here the bunny is a rock, and it's raining on the bunny. Over here the sun is setting, he's still a rock. And over here, He's just sitting there and the, the moon is up. And it just made me think about that uh, it's okay to just not do anything, right? I think it's easy to be like, I'm always doing this. I love podcasts, you know, mm -hmm. and I'm always listening to podcasts when I'm doing uh, housework or if I'm driving or something. And I think it's hard for, for some people to be able to just go home and uh, just sit. And I know it could be difficult for some because some people are like, well, I, I have too many things to do, stuff around my house, stuff to do at work, uh, everything. I've got stuff to do. And I mean, think of this. I, you've got 24 hours in your day. You spend uh, hopefully a good hunk of that sleeping and the rest of that you're at work and you're doing things. Think about what does five minutes cost, right? Like out of your whole day, five minutes, just don't do anything nothing you know but, but my, my mind is moving too fast that's fine you just sit still look at this bunny is this bunny bothered by the ring nah bunny's not bothered bunny bothered by the night maybe it's chilly out no he's not bothered at all and i think it's fine to just sit and there's there's two levels of this one sitting and being with yourself i think that's something that when you're watching tv or playing video games or listening to podcasts even when you're listening to this if you want to shut us off that's fine take care of yourself if you sit and you're just not doing anything or just looking at the place around you, I think you can learn a lot about yourself uh, that you can't do when you're being distracted. And another part of this is the it's okay to do nothing is lately it's been very busy at the library. Tess, you probably mm -hmm. notice summer readings going on. It's real busy, Indeed. right? Indeed, yes. And usually uh, as librarians, we are natural helpers. We like helping people. I hear someone needs help, a staff member, or they're real busy and swamped. I run in there and help, right? Which is fine. That's what a good staff member does. But... We also have other obligations. Like right now, I'm trying to, we're both trying to get our programming ready for fall. I'm trying to get stuff ready for Lexicon. Mm -hmm. uh, there's other things I need to do. And lately, I've learned that if you, not to say like never help people, like, you know, you should always be able to try to help people. But if you're in a place where you realize you still need to be able to take care of yourself, it's okay to stop. And everyone is trained professionals, right? They can handle it. Maybe they'll be real busy. Maybe there's a line of a couple people or the phones are ringing. That's fine. We're not brain surgeons. If you are a brain surgeon, help. <laughs> if someone's like, someone stop the flow of blood. Don't be like, well, I'm taking care of myself. You should probably help the brain surgeon. But most of us don't have jobs that are that stressful or that important. It's okay to just take care of yourself. So simple life lesson. It's okay 
from time to time to just do nothing. Now, if you want to make a routine of this, you may discover that it feels very good to just sit and you decide that for these 5, 10, 15 minutes, I'm just not going to do anything. And you will discover. And I know you're, you're probably thinking, Eric, is this a meditation thing? <laughs> is this a meditation thing? It's kind of a meditation thing, but it doesn't have to be. Like that word comes with a lot of connotations. If you just sit and do nothing, you will be amazed about uh, how it can feel, you know. Um, and that's my life lesson for the day. That's a good life lesson. You think so? I do. Yeah, I like it. Thank you. I, I You it. know what? When you pulled out that book and you said that my life lesson, I was like, I wonder if he's going to talk about when the rabbit is a rock. Because I always... Did you? Because that illustration is it's been, always it's been so, my favorite uh, illustration it, in that it, book. It's such a strong image. I always image. feel like it's such well, a thought-provoking well, image for a children's story, too. Th- this rocket and this, this bunny here is just perfectly content. I'm just... I'm not worried about tomorrow i'm not like thinking about yesterday i'm just here i'm just now and the thing that i'm doing is sitting you know i mean that is can you imagine like how often do we do that never i'm always driving and eating i'm always doing this and that i'm always i go home and i'll tell you right now when i go home for the first hour i'm still at work my mind is still at work you know and it's easy to say well just don't take that with you but it's not the same you know i would say too is that that idea of like being maybe not doing nothing but that idea of being a rock and things are happening around you the rain is coming down and the weather is changing i think can be applied to that when you're interacting with other people if you come into work and i I just use work as an example because most of us work we have jobs you come into work and everyone's in a bad mood that doesn't mean you have to be in a bad mood, you know? Sometimes it is infectious. People's moods are infectious. But yeah. you can just be... Yeah. What would your buddy David Lynch... Which uh, Tess has told me. So if you remember on the last episode, I gave Tess a book called... What is it called? It's called Catching the Big Fish, Meditation, Consciousness, and Creativity. It's by David Lynch, uh, who you... is a He's a famous director. Yeah. And uh, I just thought... Is what you just said reminded me of something mm-hmm. in this book. Um, well, he talked about he talks about <laughs> he talks about transcendental meditation for a lot of the book, um, which is where you, it's a specific type of meditation where you dive deep down into the unified field where you connect with bliss. And the more that you connect with bliss, the more uh, you can find your inner happiness. Um, now. But he talks about when people are unhappy, you can feel their unhappiness. Which I think is true in a weird yeah. way. Yeah, and he says he said something in the book. He was like, it, when people have had an argument, um, even if the argument's over, if you walk into the room, you can sense like the tension and unhappiness in the room, even if it's already like has been resolved. Like you can still sense that mm-hmm. tension and everything. And he talks about like. <laughs> You know, for him, the transcendental meditation and the yeah. bliss it really helps him, and his inner happiness helps him to not be affected by like other people's moods and stuff like that. But 
I don't know, just what you said made me think I, of So I, I have to tell you that when I bought you that book, I thought it would be more about him talking about Twin Peaks <laughs> than I did not mean. I, I'm concerned that you think that it's like my like secret way to convert you, to, which is fine. It's not for everyone. But I mean, it it, 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 it sounds like I'm going to have to read his book is what you're telling me. I think yeah, you should. Let, let I me think borrow you would this. really like it. Let me borrow this. But um, yeah, I don't It's something even something like if you're if you're at work and you've got like a mean patron. You could, it's not this easy to do, but you could just decide, that's not going to bother me, right? You know? I don't know. Something to think about. So, And if you're listening, you're like, meditation, what a bunch of fooey. That's perfectly fine, my friend. You know? <laughs> and then you'd be like, well, that's exactly what a meditator would think. You're absolutely <laughs> entitled to your opinion, my friend. I love you. <laughs> How dare you keep loving me? Uh, would you like to have a positivity party? I would love to. Totally jungle. Totally jungle. Welcome to the positivity party. This is how we like to end each and every one of our episodes. Tessa's rapidly dancing. She's swatting flies. A lot of flies are zipping at her head. She's trying to get them all. Uh, we like to spend every uh, ending of our episodes thinking about things that we're thankful for and stuff that we love about ourselves. What's something you're thankful for, Miss Tess? <laughs> I'm grateful for the source of all things great and terrible. The internet. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where you're going with that. Grateful for the internet, yeah. Yeah, I think the like, internet's great. Like, I love that, like, whenever I have a question about something, mm -hmm. I don't really have to, like, wonder about it too long. I can just look it up. Like, yeah. the internet's amazing. The internet, it, it's just one of those things, too, that it's just like any other tool, right? right. A hammer can be used it's to build. How you use it. Yeah, exactly. it can be, a hammer can be used to build something or bludgeon someone. And the internet's the same exact way. Like, there's a lot of amazing things that wouldn't we wouldn't be able to do if it wasn't for it. Yeah, you know? I've been using it to yeah. watch, to rewatch Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> and watch The Last Jedi yeah. nine and a half times several, or whatever. Several times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's very nice. That's a good one. I'm thankful for, and I think I've used this one before, but it's always good to have. I am thankful for our listeners. I really yeah. am. Yeah. Hey, it's, listeners. We, we track, like, our number of downloads, so we know that you're out there, even if you, you you do not have the time to speak with us, which is perfectly fine. Um, but we are thankful for each and every one of you. But now that we're doing this um, podcast, or um, where we're doing the, the What Are You Loving, same team, y'all, pod, uh, contest. contest, it is more apparent that you guys are out there. We love hearing from you guys, and I'm very thankful for each and every one of you. So real quick, uh, listeners, why don't you say something that you were thankful for? Audio jungle. Audio jungle. Ooh, snaps for you. You know what? I snaps like always for you. <laughs> always for you. Hey, Eric, mm -hmm. um, what's something you like about yourself? Uh, something I like about myself? I think I got pretty eyes. You pretty I, eyes. I like my eyes because they're pretty and also because they are, uh, they help me see things, which is very nice. You nice. Know? I am wearing, for listeners, I do wear glasses, so my vision without glasses isn't perfect, but I can still see the world around me, and I'm very, I like that about my eyes, so they That's work for excellent. me. Mm -hmm. That's excellent. What's something you like about yourself? Um, something I like about myself is uh, I bounce back. Uh, pretty quickly from criticism um, when people were complaining about stuff at that program today. Yeah, I was pretty 
pretty quick to put it in perspective like you know when someone was saying like oh we only get to do one craft yeah you know that could have really hurt my feelings you know like hey i worked really hard on this program and now you're criticizing it or i could pretty quickly put it into a perspective of like oh you're only interested in what you get out of the free program yeah. at the library. You're not interested in like the fun that your child is having. Oh, well then maybe I am not too concerned about your opinion. Maybe I should be more concerned about the fun that these kids are having. Yeah, and, the kids were having yeah. a lot of fun. And it, sometimes people say things without being considerate of how that makes other people feel. Right. The way that you worked hard on that program. But at the end of the day, you guys saw it quick. Everyone was able to do at least one craft, right? Right. You know? Right. Very nice. Yeah. Hey, you listeners, <laughs> what's something that you like about yourself? Say it right now. Very nice. We like that about you, too. Yeah, we do. It's like the thing we like most about you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard, because there's a lot of things to like about you. I know. Uh, you guys have been listening to the same team, y'all. This is episode number... Oh, no! This not... is episode number... I'm not good at counting. 34. Four, 34. I uh, knew that. <laughs> my name is Eric. And my name is Seth. And if you guys would like to send us an email, tell us something that you're loving to participate in the What Are You Loving contest, uh, you can send that email in at sameteamyall at gmail.com. Yeah, you can also follow us at sameteamyall if you like to know what the cast is up to and uh, get really cool updates from us. And uh, if you enjoyed this cast, please consider subscribing, uh, rating, or reviewing us on whatever you're listening to. We would very much appreciate it. That would give us a warm feeling deep in our bellies where the butterflies live. <laughs> Bye. Be the change you wish to see in this world. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye, Bye y'all. Does that mean bye? It means peace. Oh. Because you put up two. Oh. I always thought that meant... Deuces. I always thought that meant poop. I think... Well, that's when you drop a deuce. Oh. <laughs>